0: Welcome to another episode of Closing Staff Podcast. This is uh, your host Tradehold, and we also have Cash Wrap.
1: Cash wraps rap. here. Um,
0: yep. Unfortunately, Distro couldn't join us today. He uh, had a minor incident, um, but hopefully next oh, time goodness. nothing nothing too serious. Thankfully, uh, we do have a guest today, though. I actually our former boss. Um, uh-huh. We're gonna call oh. him Level Up. Yeah, that's level up with us today. Hey, hey, I am level up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember that my name is level up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, we we don't have a we don't really have an actual topic today because we just kind of kind of want to chat with the level up about you know him being the store leader, having uh, started up a brand new store back to back during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, level up
1: has lots lots of experience. Yep. Lots of tenure. From the uh, workman side of GameStop, uh, in many different capacities, starting stores, maintaining stores, closing stores, uh, many many years under Level (laughs) Ups belt. Fixing stores, (laughs) yeah. Oh man, fixing stores. (laughs) Fixing stores or trying to
2: fix stores, and being okay with the results. Yeah.
1: So we've got a great a great perspective uh, on the show today, um, and. To be honest, this is a guest I think we've been looking forward to mm-hmm. for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this we, is I late. know we've talked
0: about it in a few uh, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've we mentioned are, we've, it. We've, we've, br- we've mentioned him. We mm-hmm. didn't have a name for him at the time. No, we didn't. We yeah. didn't
1: have a name for him. But uh, he's, he's been in previous episodes as a mentioned uh, part of our cameo. journey. Cameo <laughs> uh, without being here. And so we we finally caught the, the magic il- elusive fish, as it were. <laughs> uh, and we've captured our, our, our very own level up. So it's going to be
0: a fun episode. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Because <laughs> we're, we're we're not we're kind of going in unprepared here. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like, all right, we're just asking whatever. But, uh, well, I guess uh, as a start off, um, starting point, uh, there was some recent news with, regarding GameStop uh, trying new concepts, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you read up on any of that uh, level up?
2: Yeah, yeah, them talking, they hired some uh, firm to uh, re-establish and redesign um, their store experience and trying to attract interest besides like what they've been doing um, for years and years and years. Um, Yeah, I caught a little bit of that. Um, I still follow um, the GameStop story. I still shop at GameStop stores, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it's interesting. A lot of the ideas that they're floating around. Stuff that I think we were thinking about when we were running and open, opening stores and running stores mm-hmm. as a team. Um, Man,
0: yeah, that's we,
1: interesting. Huh? We, I mean, we've
0: talked about it a few times before, too, in kind of in passing, that uh, there were a lot of things that GameStop would t- try to change around. Like, well, we were doing that. And yeah. then uh, I remember when I got hired, it's like, oh, that's the reason why I was like attracted to this specific store was mm-hmm. because they were going along with this concept of not really pushing, pushing, pushing. Right. Next, like two months after I was hired, <laughs> went back right into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it reverted
1: to the yeah the GameStop everyone knows and loves. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's pretty interesting how things kind of come full circle, huh? <laughs> I think that we'll, circle that's of probably life. going to be the theme uh, of today's yeah. episode is how things come full circle. Yeah, the circle of life, right? <laughs> yep,
2: circle of
1: life. Circle of life is always a, a very funny point of of uh, contention. Amongst those who remember uh, operating under the circle of life principles uh, If those of you who are listening still have that little stupid business card in your wallet uh, That's what <laughs> we're referring to uh, For anyone who doesn't uh, Circle of life was, what's the best way to It's like
2: a a model of business that GameStop adopted To keep um, to drive sales and to grow inventory and to grow market share
1: Market I guess share I say. Yeah
2: Right, so you'd, you'd have trade in there, you'd have like product sales, reservations, and reservations. Uh, then customer service was at the center or something like that.
1: S- use, gain, game, new games, yeah, use games, games was in use there, use uh, games.
2: yeah, trades and like pre owned. Um, at the center of the whole circle of life was yeah. like, customer service, which I think that's like what set our store apart at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's what we really
0: focused on, um, philo- philosophically, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, i us say reason, when
0: still, you were, um, because. They had you opening a new store like you were working on it before they, the location actually opened right yeah. you, uh, did you have a, like a personal idealism for you know how you wanted your store to be run how yeah or how the type of people you would hire things like that? Oh yeah
2: yeah I think um, I think uh, I had a philosophy about people just for my life that I that I kind of translated into management. I think like you can teach somebody how to be a great salesman. You could teach somebody about games, mm-hmm. right? Like I would hire people that didn't know anything about games. You could teach them that.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: could teach them how to use a cash register. You could teach them how to process a trade and like a product trade in, What you can't really teach somebody is um, about integrity, about character, mm-hmm. about personality, right? So like when I went to hire, like my, the key things I would always look for is I would look for a certain type of integrity about the people I was hiring. Like when no one's looking, are they going to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. And then I also looked for a specific personality, like someone who was kind, who was friendly, um, who thought more about customers than just like, you're coming in to buy something. It's like, no, I want to be really kind to you and be good to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that like spreads into every avenue um, of your store. Um, that whole circle of life thing, like when they introduced that in, when I was there, like did I really focus on that when I was managing you guys in the store? Like, no. Mm-hmm. I would look at the numbers, but would I harp, I mean, right. a little bit.
1: It, it was only, you know, if, if the business required it, but for the most part, I remember just trusting the staff to yeah. have these principles already. You know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was that same experience for other others out there Mm -hmm. i mean i I could Mm -hmm. imagine this was a hammered home you Mm -hmm. know principle set of principles for a lot of other stores out there
2: yeah there are some Um, other stores and other managers i've um you know worked alongside and yeah very numbers driven very sales driven yeah um very competitively driven Mm -hmm. and uh when i came in to the company i mean like i got that job to get me through college yeah (laughs) So, you know, the end-all be-all of uh, being successful in doing that, like, yeah, we had those accolades and we run some awards, but that wasn't my goal. Yeah. I wanted to be good at the job while I was there, and I wanted mm-hmm. my staff to be good at the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, I had other aspirations to chase after. So, for me, like, my, another philosophy I had when I was managing a store is, like, you're only as good as your weakest employee. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I wanted to train every person that worked under me to be able to do my job. Or to be able to do the person's job above them, mm-hmm. so like when that time came, say like you know, you know, uh, you had to leave, like one of you guys had to leave, then the mm-hmm. next person could just step up. So, um, but I can say that that's not how every other manager,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, mm-hmm. kind of approached the work. Mm-hmm. Um, not just like at GameStop, but I would say like now that I'm out there doing other things, like and you guys could probably attest to that too. Mm-hmm. Just in professional life, not every manager understands that like. You know, you're better when your team's better,
1: mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. There's a there's a sense of, um, you know, having an all-star team, and those who aren't on that all-star team can kind of get left behind. And uh, yeah, I think it was uh, a different experience working in an environment where that wasn't the case. Uh, and you can see you can see the tangible growth of the of the staff. Yeah. You know, working under, under this separate set of principles, which yeah. is pretty cool. Pretty cool to watch. Yeah.
2: Um, and I think It's
1: okay. Well, uh- you <laughs> can speak to this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Yes. Code names. Uh, I think you could speak to this, though, right? I think like what matters most when it comes to GameStop, or I would say any storefront, is when people walk in and they can tell that you're not poaching on them for sales. Mm-hmm. It just it's disarming. Right, mm-hmm. it's disarming, and it mm-hmm. makes it easier to be genuine—not mm-hmm. just for the customer, but for like the person working. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then you're just having a basic conversation, yeah. and then that's when you introduce all the sales stuff that right. I had to teach everyone, like that. planting the seeds and all that. <laughs> yeah, You know, like yeah. you kind of lead them to the water, and then they feel like it's their own idea, and right. they're like, "Oh yeah, I totally want to reserve twenty things." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, nah, you didn't walk in you thinking that. Yeah, I, you didn't kind of talked you into it, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it makes it more organic, and it mm-hmm. makes it um, you feel better about it at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I walked away from my career at GameStop knowing that, like, I, you know, some people talk really badly about GameStop. Mm-hmm. I look at it like you know, I help people find what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can that can every other GameStop employee or manager say that? Say
0: that, no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you you say you still shop at GameStop, right? Oh yeah. When, how how do you compare um, the people you, the employees you meet, the environment? of maybe other shoppers to your own personal store when you were managing one. Ah man (laughs) (laughs) i mean you guys have talked about it in your
2: past episodes the bars i mean the bars are pretty high when you come from a location and you worked with a team who really put people first right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. yes we had all of our daily tasks to get to etc etc but at the end of the day when somebody walked in it was like all of our jobs to just what do you need you don't need anything, you need a friend, let's chat about games then. Yeah. You don't need a friend, you need to buy something, let's talk about that. You need um, advice about games, mm-hmm. what gifts you should get, and you're not going to buy it today, let's talk about that, right?
3: Yeah.
2: I think coming from a location and working with a team, and not just our team, but even numerous teams, through my 11 years I worked with a company, where that was the center focus, and then walking into stores now, we're like, they treat me as if I'm a nuisance when I walk in. Like, I'm taking up their time. <laughs> yeah. When I know exactly what they're dealing with. Like, yeah. I see them packing up, like, a, a store transfer of product, or um, I could see them, like, doing price changes. Right. Stuff. Like, yeah. I know what you're doing. Yeah. And I know how long it takes. So I'm not <laughs> taking that away. but um, But, you know, it. it some, sometimes it can be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, But then I understand. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, the the landscape in, in retail has changed a lot. So I, mm-hmm. it's... It's, it makes sense, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. but yeah. at the same time, I, if, you know, it seems like they're not thinking of the big picture, right? Because they, they might be thinking, oh, you know, you're, you're coming in and you're taking up my time, and it's like I just, I'm just working here. I want to be out here, but you're not thinking that the store needs that money, because yeah. or just should be, you know, should appreciate anyone walking in at, at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, because yeah. you can just suddenly lose your job if the store if the store uh, shuts down. Yeah, and right. I would
2: say that's that's the tone that I think is set by management mm-hmm. or whoever's in charge. Not mm-hmm. just like the manager, you know, like, mm-hmm. but just like management team, like yeah. whoever's the senior yeah. game advisor or lead game advisor, if that was the thing at the time, you know, depending on what time you were working there. Yeah, um, the assistant, you know, like mm-hmm. I think, um, I'm look up names, <laughs> Cash Wrap, and I. Cash <laughs> Wrap did and a really, up. <laughs> did a really great job. Um, I think when we were you know working together to set a tone um, for our staff like it's people first mm-hmm. you know it it's, always it's people worse. first like yeah. uh, and, and I would in secret like I would never tell you but like you know ro- like my district manager at the time <laughs> <laughs> would come in <laughs> and you know yeah. and it's so hard just not to flood yeah. with names uh, yeah. he would come in and he would like kind of read me on stuff and I would just not tell the staff yeah. about it because I'm like you know what like I'm doing what I know is important for the mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. get taken care of they'll come back And Uh they did. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, I I think there was a lot of that that was required to get your philosophy, you know, done in your store. I I think that, that was probably a little bit of the sacrifice you had to make to run the store that way is there's probably going to be times where what you're doing for the store's benefit and what the DM thinks you should be doing, they're going to come to a head and you're probably going to take the brunt of that. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I leveraged my, uh, tenure know, I was like, yo, I've been here almost like 10 years. I've been here 10 years. I've been here, blah, blah. blah. I've opened two stores. I've been at the top. I've been at the bottom. I've been in between, you know, um, I've been at every position possible, seasonal all the way up to like a store manager, right? Like, um, so you leverage that a little bit and yeah. that was I think like part of the GameStop politics right you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you, you you build your clout so to say and you wield that yeah and you wield it and you let, like you know my district manager sometimes you question me on things you know like oh you're not getting your uh, I don't know you're not selling as much use you're not doing this you're not doing that and mm-hmm. I'm like you know what like the business takes care of itself you just got to trust the process and, right right um yeah you know and it did I felt like it did at least um
0: yeah, it did. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I know another store manager that very much shared your philosophy because he was very much the same. in that district would come in like, okay, get rid of this and do it this way. And mm-hmm. he's, he would just be like, no. <laughs>
1: he would. He would just tell them no. Yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, they, they would were like, uh, what? And he would just explain like, well, you know, when we do it this way, we keep the sales. Mm-hmm. People are happy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue doing this. And then they can't say anything because the numbers sh- show. hmm yeah, I mean, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, but then you're playing
2: a game when you're doing that. Yeah, hand, you know? like you're playing. Mm-hmm. There's only so many times that you, you kind of play
1: that hand. Yeah,
2: you know, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh trap cards. You know what I mean? Like you can't
1: keep <laughs> yeah. you can't be keep using your trap card. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it there's becomes some hills, effective at some point. There's some hills you decide to take a stand on, and there's others
0: that yeah. you kind of true right. Work with work, yeah. With but that uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's also a way of handling it too, right? You can't just be like, you know, blunt about uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. At the time. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But yeah. I think you guys talked about it in one of the
2: other episodes, like um, I think it was the episode about like inner store relationships uh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Right. That's why I would <laughs> sign up to do every single other manager's inventory if they ask me <laughs> yeah why you would you really because i'm too. getting that clout man <laughs> because like when i need a
1: favor yeah
2: or if i have something i don't want to do mm-hmm. i need someone to back me up yeah and i was there for you every single time, every
1: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was there till yeah. two or
2: three in the morning scanning all of your little that i don't was... know <laughs>
3: xbox <laughs> 360 controllers there in the back right level up for you yeah right
1: that was level, up mm-hmm. yeah. right? that, that was level ups uh, mo is he was the go-to uh, person He'd Call for everything. <laughs> hey, you guys
2: have someone who could cover our store. We're sick. And we'd send you or we'd send somebody. Like, oh, send man.
0: Someone on the team. To I go. felt like I felt like that carried on after you were gone was just because yeah. we, a lot of our like our store got called on a lot for just, like for getting like yeah, coverage. The, yeah. But that's good. Yeah. That, that means is that
2: you're known for being rentable, right? Dependable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some stores don't get those calls. Mm-hmm.
0: Double-edged sword yeah, like any industry, right? Not yeah. just even exactly. I mean, GameStop, like considering that. the fact that I was I was there for about a year, and I got to like I got called into like six different stores, mm-hmm. so. But, <laughs> yeah. And but yeah, at the same the time, close. I was when I was still hired. It was during the season. I was in the season. No, I was on oh. probation, because uh, they wanted to see. Uh, they wanted to hire me on as I get pretty much sure I mentioned several times ASL, and I'm like no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, and then I was you know pushing for um someone else mm. to uh get that promotion and the district didn't want it That's and right. so it was it, we were both on probation it's like all right let's see who does well and gets, yeah mm. and i'm just like Deep i don't politics. want it so i don't care yeah but uh yeah, yeah that was just <laughs> but uh, I, I remember also getting a lot of seasonals or during the season we just like oh, i can't come in I need cover, and I was always the person who ended up coming in. Yeah, S- especially a uh, step stool. That's what we're gonna call them, <laughs> step stool. Oh man, <laughs> I covered step a lot stool. of that guy's uh, shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There were there were those who needed a little more accommodation than others, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, level up. You've mentioned it a couple times now. Eleven years, I think, by the time you yeah. you, you exited.
2: 2004 to 2015.
1: That is. Yeah. Quite some time. Yeah. yeah, Most of my I
2: mean I got out of high school like two
3: thousand three. So uh <laughs> Wait, are you, so it's <laughs> yeah, so just me. Yeah, thirty four.
0: Oh, I'm thirty four in a few months. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. most of my adult
2: life
1: was yeah,
0: GameStop.
2: was
1: defined by the game.
0: Yeah. Defined game. by my
2: career. In GameStop, yeah.
1: And I we've talked about I think we've talked about it in a previous episode, but um, one of the uh, one of the ideas that um, I was always drawn to when I left GameStop was how much you look back and you, you can pinpoint things that you've learned from that work that you now employ currently and it's like you know obviously it's a retail job, it's a sales job so there's that aspect as well but you know what are some of the things that you can kind of look back and say damn if it wasn't for me kind of coming up through this way like I don't know where I would have learned these these tenants or these business practices or whatever it might be. Because I think there's a lot of uh, employees who may be listening to this um, who, you know, could be stuck in that mode where it's like, shoot, what am I doing other than just what this place is having me do? Whereas, you know, painting it in the light of, well, I'm taking skills and I'm learning things that could, you know, possibly parlay into something bigger and better.
2: Yeah, I think... I mean, I think you guys have touched on this in prior prior episodes, but I would say, I mean, I think, like, speaking of folks who maybe currently or have worked at GameStop, I think a big part of it does depend on, like, who you work with, right? Because Mm -hmm. your experience is shaped by not just, like, the people in your store, but, like, the district personalities, like the district manager, regional, maybe other store managers in the area, Mm -hmm. depending if they're close by or not. Like, I was shaped by, um, competitively, by a lot of my peers. So I learned to um, understand, like, placement at a job mm-hmm. and like where you stand and how you look and how that plays into like your job so mm-hmm. i learned like about the politics of any job right so mm-hmm. at my current job now where i work you know i'm very mindful of like the way i look to my coworkers mm-hmm. and the way i look to the people that work above me um does every employee that works at gamestop really learn that lesson no i could tell you a lot of employees that <laughs> i have i've had that didn't really learn that lesson um but the number one I think the key thing that a lot of folks could uh, gain and I did was just the ability to talk to like so many different types of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is maybe just not just for GameStop but just for almost any retail job but again, this is shaped by your management and how they, um, if they push you to go out of that box, Mm -hmm. right? Because I've walked in a certain GameStops where I, you know, even when I was working for the company, they didn't know I worked for GameStop Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't, they wouldn't say anything to you, right? (laughs) But then, When we were at the location we were at, you walk in and we're going to be kind to you. And Mm -hmm. if you give off the vibe that you don't want to talk to us, like, we'll kind of check on you in a little bit just to make sure, like, hey, you know, we're keeping tabs on you because we want to make sure you're taken care of. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's a mix of being able to speak with other people but also the ability to understand, like, the power of, like, being genuine Mm -hmm. in interaction. Mm -hmm. like. I went on to work in education um, and that has helped me so much Mm -hmm, with like the young people I work with um, to be able to cross like transcend different maybe lines that you know I couldn't right
1: I think working at like a GameStop um, oh my gosh that was like all that we did is figuring out yeah. how to cross into the worlds of these yeah. people that come in the store yeah we
2: and we had to like get an invitation right and I think that's the, the biggest challenge and that's hard to teach
1: mm-hmm.
2: like when you think about not just GameStop but retail
1: yeah
2: like when someone walks in the door they automatically don't want to say to you <laughs> yeah they, or they think they don't yeah because we're so programmed like yeah. as American in American society like leave leaving alone mm-hmm. um, so I mean like f- for all of us that worked at these locations, to to, to be able to genuinely dismantle that wall, mm-hmm. I and mean, it didn't always work, no. uh-huh. but we were pretty damn good at getting people to talk with us about stuff, about yeah.
1: things, yeah. Um, oh yeah.
2: And I think, um, you know, that's something that I, I use to this day. Like I, yeah, anybody I interact with, like mm-hmm. it's being able to start a conversation, and even if I do have a secret intention behind said conversation, which you know, let's be real, you work at a retail store, right you have an intention to sell line. stuff yeah
1: right? <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> right but there's a way to do so tactfully and there's a way to do so with integrity and I mm-hmm. think um, i that's something I learned and I don't know if GameStop taught me that or if like they taught me some things and I adopted it into like what I believe I mm-hmm. don't know mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't just me you know it was like the people we worked with mm-hmm. other managers um, I had a lot of great mentors with the company um, who were really good at what they did mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah That's funny to hear that point of view, you know, reaching the objective of making sales with integrity and that sort of thing, because if you've listened to our last episode or two when we had Cricket on, uh, he seems to relish a little bit more so (laughs) the pure sales side of GameStop integrity be damned so uh some of the stories that we we got from cricket uh was you would be you wouldn't be wrong if you thought we were talking to a used car salesman but that's the thing with cricket is he he loved that he, yeah, loved, he, did. That. he, did he loved that he loved the challenge of it and it, you know what it was that's why i hired that guy that's exactly why he was, he was good, <laughs> that's man. exactly why he was around uh, and you know what it reminded me of is it reminded me of the old school competitiveness that I don't I don't I don't remember being so prevalent towards the end time that I was around, but that old school competitiveness that you used to see in the early days of GameStop. Oh
2: yeah. well we were competitive, I mean, right?
1: We we were. We, we were. were like
2: we were like those quiet competitors, you know. We, yeah, that's true. We
1: were just, just silent like, assassins. But you know, you know, yeah. I think what it was is is cricket seemed to um convey a sense of simple competitiveness because yeah. back in the old school GameStop days, it was reservations and it was pro cards. And yeah, that yeah. was it. And you yeah. got so competitive with those things. Whereas now there's so many different categories to yeah. fill, and there's so it's like you can get competitive, but in which area? Because you can win in this area, but I'm going to win in this other area. Yeah. And back then, you lived and died by your reses and your in your in your cards. You did, you did.
2: <laughs> and then that's when you know you had to learn how to be a salesman or woman. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, most of the people that would get hired on, I think you guys touched on this in an older podcast, mm-hmm. but. You know, you don't come into this being, you know. Hey, I worked at the Ford dealership, and yeah. you
1: know, I'm here to
2: sell some Call of Duty. You yeah. know,
1: yeah, uh, it was it was kids coming in and not knowing yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, That's or what it was, um, you know. know, you
2: were selling to people significant others. You were selling to gift givers. You were selling to kids, Teens.
1: That's um, one of Cricket's, I think, best stories when he would sell to children, yeah, and get children to buy things that they probably weren't even knowingly (laughs) buying from him but that was that was a badge of honor for for, well you know whatever gets you going right i think (laughs) i think uh
2: i never um thought of myself as a salesperson but when you learn how to articulate the things that you want Mm -hmm. and that you think people should want then you can be a salesperson Mm right you know Mm -hmm. like i I think I used to, to, to preach to you guys as a team, like, planting the seed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then, like, tricking them into think it's their own idea, their right? Idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're duping somebody. Yeah. Because you're playing off the concept of something that they wanted. Right. To right. begin with. Like, I'm not gonna sell, and maybe, you know, maybe... I did do this to somebody, but. <laughs> and, you know, I was off shift or something, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to sell some kid who walked in, I don't know, Resident Evil, <laughs> and he can't even
1: read. You know? or, like, I, or sell him a res for a game he doesn't even know which what Which has that happened game is. in
2: stores I've managed, but, you know, I. I you know, I. Yeah. Uh, there are stores that were willing to do that. Yeah. And there are managers that, that are willing to do that, and that, nothing against those people. But I. I think our staff
1: really cared about like, we being prideful to do, yeah. about
2: the work we did.
1: We wanted to do things a little differently.
2: Yeah. Um, and you already kind of came with the guilt work" working a GameStop, right? Or yeah. People, Your gamer friends already kind of gave you crap. Like, oh, you work for the Evil Empire? <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: It's like, you know, it's like, shout out to my folks who work for EA. I'm sure you get that all the time.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right? Like, um, yep, yep. you know, you kind of get that already. So you want to do it in a way that you know you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You're doing right by people. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, damn other folks that are looking from the outside in if they know that or not um and that's a shout out to the people still in the fight like gamestop people are really misunderstood Mm -hmm. um in the fact that there are a lot of good people that work for the company have worked for the company
1: yeah and um now you get muddled in yeah (laughs) yeah everyone kind of gets thrown into yeah you get
2: tossed into the pot and like yeah then maybe maybe they deserve it maybe we did deserve it i don't know
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't really well when you hear cricket' stories it... <laughs> yeah yeah maybe if it's stuff like that's happening then... that's funny. but I mean you know cricket we we, we brought him aboard so yeah. I think when he when he understood the game intimately I, I don't think that he could have envisioned doing it any other way because that's how he found his motivation yeah yeah living living that
0: life a bit so <laughs> yeah but I would say that the thing about cricket too though is that he's, he, he wasn't like aggressive no and yeah, like no. he he wasn't pushy well, into it. The staff there yeah, yeah exactly none of, none of but that's there. what that like when you're comparing it to like other people who are like really like sales oriented and you've seen cricket those. was good because he was very natural right and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he wasn't yeah he wasn't aggressive mm-hmm. but he he still he was assertive not aggressive That's the same thing not aggressive. Yeah. yeah that's a and, good uh, distinction yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh, <laughs> quite an experience working with that guy um and uh, I'm hoping maybe one of these shows will get both of you on. Yeah, yeah, be fun. And, uh, <laughs> be fun. He could tell a side uh, difference version. I'd be like, I didn't
2: know that was happening. But, uh, hey,
0: you know, you did it with integrity, yeah. so I guess it's cool. With integrity, as all it's of cool. us. As long as you respected your uh, customers, right? Yeah, which yeah. he
1: always did, and and I mean, that kind of brings us to the next, I guess. Um, Topic uh, of of conversation is the customer base that we worked with. Um, You know, Cricket, for as efficient as he was hitting the bottom line for the store and for the company, he made some some really, you know, really big fans of his Mm -hmm. working. I I think he was able to find this nice balance of, you know, getting on the customer side but meeting those numbers that had to be, you know, met. Um, So, I mean... Speaking of customers, 11 years working there, I'm sure you saw all manner of, uh, of folks come through that door, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, you see the renters, you know, the people that uh, <laughs> they knew the seven day uh, trial, you know, those of y'all that are not familiar, you know, you buy a used game, you try it out for seven days, and if you didn't like it, you could bring it back, and then you'd get those people that apparently didn't like any game. <laughs> And uh, yeah. apparently never heard of, like, uh, what is it, Redbox or Blockbuster back in the day or
3: yeah. you know, Gamefly
2: yeah. or any of those, Gamefly. you know. So they uh, would use us as that, uh, <laughs> as that one-stop shop. Oh, I remember And that. they would always be so remorseful while they did it. Yeah. And I, You know, and it... it it, you know, life's bigger than you know. Where you know, some people get so caught up in the GameStop life when you're there. And, yeah. You know, uh, I would never fault any of those folks for it. Um, I know bottom line numbers mattered, but hey, if you're on a budget, and, yeah, mm-hmm. you're having a hard life, and you yeah. just need something to do, like yeah. But then, yeah, after a while, when you see um, too many folks, and this r- reminds me of this specific customer. It was during the holiday rush, like <laughs> October, November. It was still at our prime location, and um, this guy comes in. And he basically admits that he's trying to take advantage of some (laughs) policy to sell something for more, but to not follow the rules. So he basically admits it to me. And ask me if I'll do it, and I tell him no, <laughs> right? And I tell him like no, no. I, I like no. I mean, it's, it can't do that, man. Like, and I've never <laughs> seen this guy in my life, and yeah. so he's like, hey, you know, can we do this and do that? It's like yeah, more money, cash, you know, because we trade for trade trading credit and cash. Yeah. So I told him no. Then he's like, fine, I'll just trade it for trading credit. And after that, I'm like, no, man, because you're going to come in and <laughs> do exactly what you told me when I'm not here. So I told him, man, you're going to have to go to another store. Yeah, another this street. dude goes ballistic. He's like, don't make me do this. Don't make me flip over here. You stand Uh, on my way out, and there's a line of, like, six or seven people behind him.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Like, the other um, associate, she's with somebody at the same time. It's only me and her working. And he keeps, like, saying, don't make me do it. I'm like, I'm not making you do anything. (laughs) I'm just asking you to do your transaction in another store because I know you're going to break the rules here. Yeah. You know, and I'm doing it respectfully. And uh, he kind of goes off on both of us and then on his way out pushes over the rack, throws (laughs) a bunch of stuff around, and walks out. Uh, and he, and, he, and he, he says something to me and the the girl working at the time, and then the coolest thing happened. And this is a testament to our customer base.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Every single customer in that line, you know what they did? They ran over to wow. that rack, they put everything back the way it was, and they got back in line. Wow! No, I, they got back in line. Very nice, right? And Jeez. that's like a testament to the customer base that like people like Cricket, you guys like mm-hmm. built up, right? Like you have such a rapport with the people that shop at your store that they see you getting abused by another customer, yeah. and they decide like you know what. That fool's being crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And later, the guy called back and apologized to the the associate who was working with me. He apologized mm-hmm. to her. And um, I think what? he realized that like, he was being crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
2: You know, but uh, yeah, you see you see it all. I mean, um, there's other stories that kind of are salient, but that...
1: Wow, that one sticks out, huh? Yeah, it
2: sticks out because <laughs> it's the customers, right? Yeah, it's the, like, it's the people. story. Yeah. yeah, it's the people. And like mm-hmm. when you're good to people... Um, people that still work at GameStop, take note of this. When you're good to your customers, whether they're looking, whether they're buying something, whether they're just there to chat, they're going to be good to you. Yeah, yeah. And that's just like in life. Yeah. Any uh, industry.
1: Any industry, you'll see that. Yeah. yeah. like that People will be good
2: circle. to you if you're good to them, mm-hmm. depending on the context and maybe not so much in business, but doggy dog sometimes yeah Yeah. (laughs) well just that
0: that, i mean that that goes into a whole different facet of business yeah Yeah. that's a different yeah 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 i mean whether i think the
1: yeah i think the point is regardless of if you see it come back to you that's that's where it starts it can't start unless you do that you Mm -hmm. know like you're not setting you're not setting the precedent for kindness unless you're doing it yourself you know so um yeah, that's that's a story that you see all facets of customer. Yeah, and they were uh, so cool
2: about it. Yeah. Every customer that came up to the register was like, hey, man, sorry that happened to you guys. Like, I know you guys are just doing your job. We're like, no, it's good, you know. It's yeah. good. It's a part of it.
1: Yeah. Wow. I know our, our location that we were at all together, um, we'd see quite a different, various uh, customer segments because we were kind of in a position where we had you know rich people to the left and not so rich people to the right and yeah we were uh, kind that's of true at a, we no. were at a very interesting subsection of, of you know different yeah it was groups. near like
2: public transportation so people could hop off like whatever that train was yeah and, you
1: know, come and um, <laughs> and we had you know multi-million dollar homes yeah just you you'd know, have like um <laughs> just former
2: to... and current like Sports players sports players, yeah. come in and you just kind of knew they were, and they would say it because they were huge. <laughs> like, dude, who's this tall guy? I'm like, just about to buy like two Xboxes. What do you need do? <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, I guess, yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you get, and that I think also was a benefit to um, the people that worked at our store. Um, we got to just get a different look at different types of people. And, you know, when you're steeped in, in that gaming culture, you know, something that I've always thought about gamers. Is that sometimes you get so exclusive into your community, mm-hmm. and you know we were very fortunate, all of us that worked there, that like we worked at a place where like it wasn't just the hardcore gamers coming mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. you know, like our our customer base was just everyone, everyone, you know, um,
1: totally. It was one hundred percent everybody. People, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it was
2: just people um, of all walks of life that just you know needed entertainment. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, you 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 gain different kind of skills talking with different types of
1: people mm-hmm. yeah 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 that goes back to the uh the skill you kind of take away you really learn what appeals to all sorts of different folks and yeah. you find that common ground to, to yeah. talk about it's you know?
2: usually tip. Well, we're very fortunate we worked in a video game store so we already had the common ground built right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um, and if it was someone who was shopping say as a gift like then you at least were speaking the language that they didn't understand mm-hmm. but you're able to uh What's the word I'm looking for? Translated. Translated. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We were translators in those in those yeah. instances. Um,
2: I don't know how many moms during the weed craze were hunting down weeds for their kids <laughs> during Christmas. And I got a couple of genuine hugs because I would go. Above and beyond, above and beyond,
1: you know,
3: <laughs> to get them a
2: Wii, and I'm hugging me. You made my child's Christmas. I'm like, I'm pretty sure their Christmas will be fine. <laughs> they didn't have the wee. but I appreciate. Yeah, I, mean, I get you know the sentiment. You're just trying to do something good for your family. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, yeah. Oh man, all the all the all the mom hugs that Level Up has had over the years. Yeah, innumerable, yeah. innumerable. Yeah, Level Up was the was the saint. <laughs> Saint Saint Nicholas for these for these mothers. These but
2: you know mothers. though, like I would say that, you know, with our time at that store and even just my time at different stores, like customers like will gravitate to your point about cricket. Like customers will have like a favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. You know, oh, they, yeah, they, they have they, a they favorite do. and they would walk in and ask you, like, hey, is Witchman call working? Maybe <laughs> like what about me, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. What about me? Like, we haven't had good times. Like, yeah. I didn't sit there for hours talking to you about Dark Souls, even though I never played in my life, but you wanted to talk about it, and I just listened to you because it was one p.m. Yeah, exactly. No, day. I had nowhere to go. I work here, like I was a prisoner. That was funny, man. That's, that's funny. You guys have had that before, right? That oh yeah, of course. Funny. You get that yeah. all the time. Not saying like I didn't like that. I liked it. But man, some gamers want to talk about stuff you don't know anything about. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. we all had our own, I think uh, we all had our own, you know, kind of niches. Yeah. Where, you know, oh, I don't know about this, but let me pull over level. Yeah, up let me ask yeah, uh, he plays Cash Travel, Travel he plays those Yeah, games, yeah. So. <laughs>
2: well, man, that's why I used to read, like, Game Informer, yeah. and cover to cover. <laughs> cover to cover. I, used, I swear, <laughs> I used to be my market research.
1: Yeah. And that's how yeah.
2: I got us sent to E3. Remember, I used to yeah. go to E3 every year? You used
1: to go to E3 every year. Market research. Market research was. I remember calling from that E3, getting our consoles on, on pre-order the very same day yep. that they were announced, too. Yeah, good times. That was legit, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 11 years at a store, you know, obviously you've opened, you opened the store that we were at. Mm-hmm. You... Uh, moved on i think at you know five six years after that store was open however long it was to go fix i think you were known as the fixer
0: (laughs) at that point because you (laughs) i guess
2: how much i fixed at that store
0: (laughs) i was gonna yeah i was gonna bring that up just like you know so So, how was the transition to that yeah what's what's it like i mean not
1: not even not calling out i mean you could call out specific stores without (laughs) naming those specific stores but what was it like to kind of go in you know after being settled i mean we were settled in our store for a long time
2: yeah the only the, okay there's like it's you you work somewhere so long and maybe people that are listening could can relate to this but you work somewhere so long that you kind of start to take advantage, uh, take for granted like your success right mm-hmm. or it becomes something natural right and then you go somewhere whether you're working <laughs> for a different company or in this case a different store or maybe a different industry if you're changing industries and you realize, like, Jesus, this is not <laughs> what I'm used to. Yeah. And then you look back over your shoulder, and you're like, wow, they're still doing great.
1: <laughs> all I re- oh, no. Like, what
2: I remember was going oh, to no. a conference. So managers would go to a conference every year. as a GameStop conference. And yes. we'd all huddle around, talk about the new initiatives, talk about, like, rankings and how people did, mm-hmm. celebrate wins. And, you know, one of my bucket list goals was to try to go... A conference and win something at conference for my district or my region or something yeah you know it's one i didn't get to yeah but the year that i transferred that store that we all started at the manager who took over after me got an award <laughs> but she wasn't there the whole year right
1: i remember that i remember you and, and I, I talked i, I about just that, felt actually. so i remember talking sad. about this with you I was sad.
2: I was like, man. We were building towards that. This is one of my bucket list items. Well,
1: one year that, you know. The,
2: the the months, couple months I stepped away and then there it was. But um, yeah. you know, not to take away from her success or anyone else's success. That's well deserved, but it, yeah. that was an aspect of leaving, mm-hmm. you know. And then like you go back to work and where you're at at the store you're trying to fix and you're like man you know this this is a piece of work yeah like for some context the story that i had left from with these guys the store that i have left to go work at um the prior management was stealing like thousands of dollars of like money inventory and they had people in the company and i guess a bank teller outside the company like in on them doing this shady business so i come in and there's just so much to fix and so many problems and it, it's, it really sucked the joy out of my job yeah, the last year or so because yeah. that was like the last year or so I worked for the company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I I, um, I didn't enjoy the job as much, you know, yeah, after you've been doing it for so long. And
1: you had settled into a nice rhythm at the new store yeah. and, you know, I like the customer base. Customer base, the yeah. events we threw. But, I
2: mean, I think I told you, I mean, I really did step away from that because I was hoping that, you know, you would take... Yeah. I was hoping you were going to take <laughs> yeah. the spot. That's, yeah. That was my, like... Yeah. My uh, legacy idea was, like, you know... Um, cash wrap you'll
1: would step into that yeah and then like i'll step would... away
2: i'll give him my good word and then um, exactly the, the legacy will continue and
1: it still did through it did the team that was through there the team that mm-hmm. went there eventually yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it, it still, still did but um you
3: know
0: yeah so mm-hmm. cash wrap do a uh, wrench in that plan when he demoted himself yeah, when <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know it's i didn't tell it, level of that but gonna, yeah, that well, is well, what happened yeah. <laughs> at the uh, time i didn't tell him that well i was gonna say uh i, I feel like um you know I still keep in touch with a lot of former and current employees and yeah. I feel like a lot of the times uh, they have this plan for someone else to take over mm-hmm. but it's a lot more work to push for that person to get promoted because right. it seems like district would want someone outside right yeah. right someone brand yeah, new right. and it's just like, come on yeah. you know yeah. like why not? Yeah. yeah.
2: well I think in this case I think it was like when I think about your development when you were working for mm-hmm. me, I don't think we really thought about like the politics mm-hmm You know, and I actually I didn't really talk with the politics with any of my, you know, staff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I kind of kept the politics. Like I kind of, yeah, I was kind of the shielded from that. I was kind of the delegate, and I didn't really um, distribute that responsibility out. So that maybe you know, in hindsight, like looking back, maybe that was something that I could have improved on as a manager, like exposing my people more to like Mm -hmm. district politics, so that when it comes down to it. You know you you know this person's name. You know what they're about. You've heard them on a conference call because I had them go on it for me. Right. You know, by policy, because I wanted them to grow. In that right. Way, right. Like, mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know,
2: there's stuff you look back and you. Yeah. But it worked out, right?
1: So. Yeah, it worked out. It all works out yeah, in the yeah, end. Fine. It all comes full circle. Circle of life. Remember. Yeah, circle of life. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, circle uh, of life. <laughs> Just remember, <laughs> circle <of> life. <laughs> yeah. Not lying Keith. <laughs> no, not the Lion King circle. Not the Lion Kickster life. Yeah. No, we're talking trades. Yeah. We're talking yeah. new Not the games, Beyonce talking, version. Not that version. Okay. That. It's not as sexy as that. No, we're not. Not. Did you see that by the way? No, I have not yet. And me neither. I, yeah. I and here's just the like, same as like movies. So, no, yeah. I'm I gonna wait for a two dollar Tuesday or something. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for $2 a two yeah, Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no wait. I'm sure it's wait. breathtaking. <gasps> hopefully
2: no one is offended by my Beyonce comment. I love Beyonce. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: We're all we're all part of the bay hive here. Yeah. So um
0: I actually, don't know what you're talking about. To be it's, be okay. it's okay. It's you're, okay. You're an
1: inaugural member of that's the <laughs> I mean, so um, So yeah, that that's actually a good a good um, segue into something that I wanted to ask you too. Um, and I of course, of course, now that I want to ask you, I forget what it is. So um, uh, it was uh, shoot. Why can't I remember what it is? You just said what it is. Okay. Um, well, moving on. Uh, Eleven <laughs> years. Quite an impressive feat. <laughs> you Said that a few times. <laughs> I think you just stalling. I really really remember. We were
2: talking about like politics and moving up. Yes, that's what it is.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. you totally yeah, reminded me of like it. that. Yes. Uh, um, Don't ele- forget this time. Eleven years. <laughs> you know. Eleven years there. You look back at that tenure, all the things that you've been involved with. What are some things that you wish you would have done different? And I know you did mention the the politics and. Bringing your team, you know, more transparency around that sort of thing. But, I mean, looking back around around the the entirety of your tenure there, I mean, what are some things that you kind of look back and think like? What are, What are some other things you think back and?
2: Um, I mean, I think the only really salient thing that comes to mind is like I I, I always when I got the job at GameStop in two thousand four, you know, I was just chatting with the manager a local GameStop near my community college and he's like, why haven't you applied? <laughs> and um, I always kind of kept my idea around the job about just using it to get me to whatever that next thing was. Right? Mm-hmm. Paying my way through college. Mm-hmm. Helping me move out. Helping me buy a car. Helping me hit all these milestones. Um, which I'm forever grateful for GameStop for, right? Like That's why I still shop there. Like, mm-hmm. um, But I... The thing I... I don't know if like I regret it, but sometimes I wonder how my development could have changed if i didn't look at it as like a side thing Mm, like mm, even though i put mm. a lot of energy in it maybe you guys you worked under me or you shopped at my store maybe you can tell but i mean cash shop could talk about this like i was doing a lot of different things when (laughs) i was working at gamestop Mm -hmm. but like at the same time and i wonder how my development could have changed professionally if i just put more energy and focus at least like in my personal opinion, on just, like, developing as a manager, developing Mm -hmm. um, as a person who cultivates and trains other people. Um, But other than that, like, regrets, though, like, small and big ones? Like, I wish I didn't buy as many used games that I didn't play. Um, For folks that have never worked at a GameStop, when you're there and someone sells something that you think you want and you just on the spur of the moment buy it you accumulate a lot of crap that you don't use you guys could probably agree right just, yeah
1: yeah Ooh, that looks cool i'll buy yeah. it right yeah there was a lot of money from our paychecks going back into this yeah going back in the
2: store and so that not really a regret but as a young person it made sense but as an older guy i'm like geez <laughs> you know i never played that game <laughs> it was just cool to I'm have like,
0: that though i'm like I, I was i was really i'm really cheap i'm still really cheap so i was very careful about, about, about what i bought with, even even with goes. the yeah. discount so
2: you're able to avoid yeah, that you know. i would just be like oh here it is oh Man,
0: i i wouldn't say i avoided that i still bought level a up and i fell, <laughs> fell for that a lot
2: yeah um, you're like oh that person trading in this copy of whatever limited edition I never thought I wanted to yeah. play this game, and now I do. <laughs> and then you never did. <laughs> I never did. And then here it is, getting sold back to the store, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of real, real regrets. I mean, I really enjoyed my time there, and um, I think this is for folks who maybe have worked at GameStop or who work there. Like the, and you guys could probably test this, but it is what you make it, right? Like I could look back at my time and think, like, wow, that was a terrible ten or eleven years. Or I could look back at it and think like, man, I learned some stuff. I met some yeah. good people. Mm-hmm. I got to work with something that I really love.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, there was politics. Yeah, there were sales schools. Yeah, there were things that were maybe not perfect, but um, I don't regret having to do those things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so not not really too many regrets. But
1: yeah, yeah. that's good. That's quite an accomplishment. Eleven years and minimal minimal regrets is yeah. That's, well, uh, that's when you can tell it was a good experience
0: <laughs> well we actually just touched into it a little bit so I actually thought I would ask um, yeah. what do you think about the type of employees with, that people hire like between someone who like you know you want to hire someone who knows all about games or you want to know someone who doesn't really know about games but is a, wants to sell um, because you know people talk about a lot of times you walk into a GameStop and there's someone there who doesn't know anything about games mm-hmm. like yeah. you ask them a question mm-hmm. or the, on the other extreme you walk in and uh, they treat you like they're very condescending like oh I know all and about games much, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. <clears throat> like what, what is your opinion on that That's my
2: like philosophy or my opinion on like well I mean I've told you guys this in the past and I think um, with CashRap we've talked a lot about this when we were a management duo team mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a big thing for me it's like you can learn about games. Yeah. You yeah. can pick up a game informer. You can nowadays you go on IGN,
1: you can go on <laughs> So many reasons. whatever oh, website yeah. <laughs> you want.
2: You can follow on Twitter.
1: You can you can be on street. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, right We didn't have that back then. <laughs> let's you plays, do that. Let's plays. Yeah, play you can watch Let's Plays and like complete a whole game. Like yeah. you could lie and say quote you need God of war and just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah exactly. So you could you could get that like gamer content, the gamer knowledge and I could teach you could always teach somebody how to use a cash register. You could teach somebody how to how to interact and do a sale a certain way Mm -hmm. Um, but you really I mean you just really can't teach somebody how to be like a good person
1: Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. and and attentive personality matters a lot Yeah.
2: yeah like personality matters a lot so I think when I was hiring, and I mean, Cash Sharp speak to this, and mm-hmm. you, actually, you could speak to this too, because you were in there like shopping. Mm-hmm.
0: I was a shopper, right? Yeah. So you would so see the people that. we'd hired. Maybe oh, you'd yeah. see somebody, you'd be like, "What the hell is this person?"
2: <laughs> um, which I'm sure I have those people I've hired, but like, yeah,
1: occasionally, you
2: know, not everyone's gonna work out. But you, if you hire someone who's willing to learn, willing to put the work in, and honestly, it's just nice. Mm-hmm. And if they're willing, I think willing. you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But you have to also put the pressure because that's the, something I see when I go to GameStops now it's like I know that the company's gone in a different direction so it's not like what you were saying before where you know reservations mm-hmm. the, the was, membership was, or whatever yeah. is all the driving force but that doesn't mean that someone shouldn't be assertive in asking mm-hmm. to support you and mm-hmm. like your decisions in shopping mm-hmm. um so i think that it's a mix of having the right people who have that element that you can't teach mm-hmm. like just a spark mm-hmm. but also um being having a management team that applies i don't want to say pressure but like has the guidance to lead that team to do the have the habits you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um to incite like the results that you want um, whether it's like sales numbers or mm-hmm. if you just want people to like the people in your store yeah which i think elicits sales mm-hmm. yeah like if people like who you are they're going to want to support you yeah. i mean i watched the streaming revolution with people Streaming and people will just give them money. Just pop up, pop just up, for being up. them. them. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one thing a game that I would have never, um, you know, I would have never envisioned, uh, envisioned. yeah. Like a uh, streaming is not something I thought would ever
1: <laughs> take off. I mean, that's kind of the antithesis of gaming. You know, it's it's just watching solitary <laughs> you know? game, yeah, and then. Talking I mean, with it. Isn't that isn't again. that like not that like the the cause of so many arguments growing up? Hey, you're playing it's too long. Watching. Let me let me play now. You you yeah. you're hogging the controller. Yeah. Let me play. You play. You no, know, people want to see people hog the yeah. controller. Dude. And I, it's I crazy. actually
0: uh, I've cuz I, I started streaming. I I started streaming years ago, mm. but I actually uh, find it very ironic because uh, you meet you meet a lot of uh, people who's who are just like, you know, I'm watching someone play because I don't have time to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like but you have the time to watch someone play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's funny. Yeah, you could just been playing, but I think there's <laughs> like a community aspect to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, there's, there's a few other things, like, uh, you know, you can, if you're watching someone who knows what he's doing. Then you gonna learn something, you either yeah, learn something, or they're yeah. going through much yeah. quicker, yeah. right? Yeah. Than you would if you're just trying to sit there figure it out. And on top of that, yeah. um, when you're playing, usually you pause, you come back. There's no right. progress when you no come progress. back. Whereas
1: yeah. you can, this is, yeah, continual. Yeah. I think it's just the sheer entertainment.
0: I mean, yeah, these there's are, entertainment. These yeah. are and personal, funny people too. Funny, you know? You know?
1: Funny these are these are personalities that yeah. gamers connect with versus yeah. watching a sports show or whatever yeah. it might be. And it's harder
2: for gamer folks to just go outside and meet another. Yeah. gamer folk yeah you know, like, <laughs> yeah you That's know, not you go to a sports something. bar and you're like hey
1: bro you like the yeah you like my team <laughs> yeah you like them right oh me too Cool. let's have a beer together yeah, now we're now friends
2: so <laughs> oh, you went to that school though Ah, uh, now we're enemies yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not
1: like that yeah. with gamers it, no.
2: it is and it isn't right yeah
3: it is Well, is we're
1: it seeing it we're seeing it with our um gamer-centric uh, lounges and bars now, which is yeah. interesting. I know you just said you yeah, I just, went uh, to one recently. Yeah, I was just and, at uh, one
2: and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, it's all about building community, mm-hmm. which is, going back to that earlier discussion point about GameStop trying to reimagine, right. I think when we were working at our location, that was what we cared about, experience. Mm-hmm. You walk in a store, you, you put yourself in the customer's shoes, mm-hmm. did you enjoy what you just went through. Right. If you didn't, which is, I think the larger case in most retail stores in general, that's why, you know, Amazon and these companies capitalized, you know, the sales are going to go down. Right.
1: You know, like (laughs) it's gotta be something, right? It's gotta be something. Uh, And I, I think for us too, because we were at a location that had so many competitors in our same shopping center, like we needed to find something to set ourselves apart yeah. and that was who we were and we we said that all the time i don't know you probably remember level up and you too trade hold you probably remember this as well we always reminded each other why people come in our door and yeah. they're coming for we us we had pride in it too yeah it was yeah, it definitely went was. to target
2: our best friend. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then you came all the way over here and stood in this line yeah <laughs> Yeah, just because at our Call of Duty event we had the what what was that one that <laughs> where we had the,
1: the <laughs> grenade toss, <laughs> the, and, the grenade toss, uh, these styrofoam grenades, and we set up this like gun,
2: fictional uh, like war, <laughs> war <air> zone. <laughs> And we had these little tires, and it's like if you can throw grenades in here, we'll give you a prize.
1: You get a prize.
2: and people loved it, right? Because it was experience. Yeah, it It was an experience, right? Or we had the LA noir release, where we were all suspects in a case. I I
0: I missed that one. I missed that one. I I wanted to. All time. And we all had our own little
1: dockets with our descriptions (laughs) of who we were. Handed out uh, the 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 folders to each customer who was came. a detective for the night.
2: Yeah, and then we had somebody had to figure out who, what, you know, and that's the type of stuff I think, like, that's what separates your store wherever mm-hmm. you work, mm-hmm. like, and I know most retailer retail stores can't do something like this, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think of, like, fancy stores like, a, what is it, Nordstrom, they do the uh, little nights for the people that have memberships. Oh, yeah. They have, like, little wine nights. Right, and a little wine nights, and, That's you know, right. Yeah. They make you feel all like, oh, you're important somehow. Yeah. Yep yeah
0: that's, that's what you need a retail thing to compete yeah yeah, like yeah That's like one of the things I was excited about um, was because you guys had all these uh, you know launch events and I was like oh man mm-hmm. I love doing those things because yeah, the game yeah. store I used to work at I was like yeah you totally would do, want to do something like that it's Just mm-hmm. and then when I got in it was just like when District was like, oh, we're not going to give you the funding for some yeah. of this. And it's just like, oh, well. well. I mean,
2: to be honest, it's not like we had funding. Yeah, I know. We didn't have a lot. Yeah, we, we, it was, we just, a lot of it was, I mean, I didn't self it. it was like self. Yeah. I just come out of my pocket yeah. for a couple bucks. You would. Yeah. I remember that. I would just be like, you know. It, You'd have to buy the prizes or something. Yeah, and that's a. prizes. You just accumulate from the freebies if you've yeah. got any. or And that,
0: that's a lot of what uh, I think a lot of game stores that wanted to do Mm-hmm. are doing it they're, it's out of pocket it's out of pocket yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. uh corporate mm-hmm. was or district or just like no yeah <laughs> we're not paying for yeah. that well now
2: they're paying a the whole company to tell them probably what we're talking exactly. about yeah, exactly it's and funny I know it's right? funny they so yeah, have this, events that
1: are this might be special. familiar for uh, the GameStop you know people who are listening right now yeah. if they're telling you to do this it comes full circle yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> circle of life again circle of life I wanted to say though um I hope it's not something that's just like okay um you know, let, let's say, like, an example with the L.A. Noir. All right, this is L.A. Noir's new, um, releasing. Mm-hmm. All stores do this. Because then right. this it elucid- loses its uniqueness. Yeah, it's not special. Yeah, so hopefully it's not something that... Right. That, yeah. like, telegraphed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is how though. you
1: create this event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's got to be a certain level of freedom allotted to the store team yeah. to, to create. And I think that's
2: what made GameStop special and its, like, prime. I'm not saying it's not its prime anymore, but, I mean... You know, come on um, now. I would say, you know, you would go to a store and it, you just, you guys talked about this in one of the other episodes, but it just, you have different personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, you get different flavors. You know, you go to one GameStop, you get uh, vanilla. You go to another GameStop, you get Rocky Road. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, um, yeah. and then uh, that Rocky Road flavor, he might transfer or she might transfer over to where <laughs> all they have is gelato. Yeah. And they speak a different language. Like, and then you just, you're just doing what you could do, right? Like, yeah. Um, but
1: that
3: experience
2: of that's, what made, it, that's what made it special and, yeah during that time you know um and GameStop back then attracted a lot of really quality hires too cuz it was like mm-hmm. uh-huh. the
1: it its like the premier place to work you know back you were in the games you were in the games you were now it's like let it me right. become a streamer yeah yeah, yeah. no <laughs> <Like> one else. that's <laughs> like the, <laughs> that's, that's the like thing to thing do that now we <laughs> that. Um, yeah yeah how funny well,
0: it changes yeah, but i think that's I mean, I, they'll probably talk about this too, the type of people to hire, because like I just mentioned, there's always the two extremes. And I, you know, it really comes down to that personality because almost everything else can be taught. Yeah. Um, per, I've worked with people who are too much into games. And so when they come in, it's not even the condescending part. It might not be condescending. It might just be like they spend more time wanting the discounts and wanting to buy the games mm-hmm. as opposed to selling yeah, yeah. and so some, sometimes you get people who don't know anything about most of games they just wanna either be retail or they just want a job mm-hmm. or something like that and that's yeah. it that's that can be a good thing on its own too yeah. because then they're focused on learning things mm-hmm. so there should be a balance um, shouldn't mm-hmm. be one or the other and definitely should be more screening of the type of personality you want in your store yeah yeah
2: yeah. And the team you're trying to put
0: together. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean
2: I think we all you know, the teams where you're a part of the different teams, you had yeah, you know, kinda of like the Avengers. You had somebody who could do this and you had somebody who could do that.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, you're not <laughs> gonna yeah. ask Black Widow to pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah, That's exactly, not happening, right? We had different not happening. specializations. It's like certain employees that I've had, like you're not gonna sell that many memberships. Right. But you are going to process that trade, and that, <laughs> yeah, and that counter is going to be clear when you work, right? Exactly. And so you just have to be aware of like who's on your team, and this I think translates to any industry. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, totally. You just mm-hmm. have
2: to just have the right team, and you're only as strong as your weakest person, right? So mm-hmm. if someone's really weak at something, you better have someone who's super strong. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. You better have that's, a Hulk. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a complementary team too, because there's so many genre of games that sometimes oh, yeah. people will just specialize in a yeah. certain type. Yeah, it was really
2: right. sad when there would be a store in this. I'm sure this happens even now where everyone at the store plays like one kind of game yeah. you know I've worked yeah. alongside folks who are just like Call of Duty store it's all they play and you're like man <laughs> your customers
0: don't have nothing yeah. to talk about yeah seriously but just Call of Duty but yeah. but you can capitalize on that if you're good at events yeah right, for sure <laughs> that's for true sure. Yeah, that's for sure. true you can maybe create your own league and everything but you know it's, this is something you gotta think about yeah you gotta leverage um, what you got yeah exactly yeah that's true very true all
1: right well well uh well, this has been this has been a treat yeah this has it's been, fun it's been quite a quite a uh, an episode for us <laughs> and, and for our our listeners it's a little um, different than what we normally do it is it's a little but i like it you um, know mm-hmm. more more conversational but i think when when you have someone who's been with GameStop for eleven years, for eleven years, what's quite the, what's the, what's the number? Can, can you please remind me what the number is again? <laughs> oh, that's right, years. eleven years. Eleven yeah. years. Yes. Someone who's been with uh. the company for eleven years. I mean, there's a yeah, lot. Man. There's a lot to share. There's definitely a lot that we didn't get to. Mm, so yeah. I'm hoping we're going to have level up back. Yeah, Preferably I mean. with cricket, so we can have some really good. <laughs> and there. with distro. And with distro, once uh, he yeah. once he returns. And uh,
0: we definitely want to have a, a time where we can just talk about games as opposed to work. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah. opposed yeah, to work. yeah, yeah,
1: to, to get get back to uh, get back to why we do this, which is for the games. Yeah. So, um, I think in closing, and, and shouldn't take too much too much time, but uh, looking back at your eleven years <laughs> <laughs> with GameStop. Uh, you know, we, we, we have listeners who are working there now. We have former employees, of course. We have folks who don't uh, have any idea of what it's like uh, to work for GameStop. But um, I'd like to hear... This is actually one of the things you were good at, at Uh, among the many things you were good at one of the things i really remember you were good at giving speeches (laughs) you were good at at motivating the troops to hit to hit that speeches (laughs) launch release speeches in the back room before we hit the floor before we open the doors black friday speeches black friday speeches holiday tax time speeches whatever it was you were good at it give us give us something to leave our our listeners with the current employees the former employees those who are in the trenches now, those who are you know, remember going through that. From an eleven year <laughs> perspective.
2: Yeah, that's a it's a heavy <laughs> role for the entirety of the GameStop community. <laughs> <laughs> All of you out there I just feel like I'm what what's that Argentina movie? I was yeah, <laughs> down the balcony pray yeah. for me,
1: Argentina. Yeah, I don't he's, know. He um, stepped out. No but uh, this is our EV to here.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't really have like some super fancy pants speech, but the one thing I can say that I think helped me stay strong through the 11 years, and I think helped our team stay strong, is just like whatever it is I think you're doing, whatever it is you're doing for, like for folks that are still working with the company, or that transition on, I think you just gotta really hold that tight, you gotta really keep that center in your life. Like it's really easy to lose track of like why you do the things you do every day, and mental health is a huge thing too. Um, but taking care of yourself, loving yourself, but also rem- reminding yourself every day, When you show up to work, like, why are you doing the things you're doing? Because I think when we were at a store together, um, I think that's really what helped us center around like the values that we really stood by. Um, everybody had their reason to be there, whether it was big or small. And I think that we were good at remembering that, um, and reminding ourselves like, you know what, like, Here I am walking into my seventh shift today. (laughs) You know, someone keeps calling out. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I just got to do it for the team. Mm -hmm. I got a new district manager. He doesn't understand. You know, she doesn't understand. But if you can center why it is you show up to work every day, like you make it through. But you don't just, I think, make it through. You also work with like a certain quality. And I think that's what we prided ourselves on when we were a staff. And I think that um, even now to this day, like when I go, I went off and did whatever I'm doing now, um, I can still hang my hat on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, and if you don't have that reason for my folks out there, like if you don't have a reason why you get up, you don't have a reason why you're doing this job, it's like really looking for it. And I know it's cliche, but it, it matters,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know? Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think there's a certain gravitas when you're searching for that thing. Because people live their whole lives looking for the thing, mm-hmm. and when you find it, or if you see someone who's found it, and you kind of learn from them, which I did in my life, it's like a, it's like a domino effect. Things start to happen, and then all of a sudden you got the promotion, and all of a sudden you got in the program you want to get into. You got into the doctorate you know, program or whatever it may be, or yeah. you got that that job, or you know, you landed that date with that guy or that girl, right? Like, I think intention is so important. So. Mm-hmm the only thing I can, the only advice I can offer the folks out there is, uh, you know, whatever you do, find a reason to do it, do it with intention, do it with integrity. And all the other things around, like come, they fall into place. Like it just, life finds a way. And don't fool yourself when it gets hard that like life hates you. Cause I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Like just cause mm-hmm. you have a bad day, just cause you have a bad year. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean your whole life is trash. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to start thinking that. Mm. Um, that's all i got to say that's
1: 11 years of experience (laughs) ladies and gentlemen quite a feat quite a quite a a feat quite a feat this has been closing staff yep now uh it's time to close up the shutters if you remember grabbing the pole uh, closing the shutters up
2: i'm gonna run back for the alarm this time (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) we uh we hope you enjoyed listening to us we enjoyed your company now get out of our store yeah, you know, we're not helping any more customers get out, please.
2: Go back tomorrow with your trade. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're done.